0: Hey everybody, yeah it's about 6.45 in the morning on this Monday, wanted to come on here real quickly, uncut, unscripted on the fly, and basically give you my thoughts on something that Clownfish TV, who I do recommend you guys check out here on YouTube, um, said recently in a video. Now usually the videos consist of opinions from both the host Neon and his wife Geeky Sparkles and sometimes the kids are involved um, as well, but this time it was just Neon, and basically Neon went on a bit of a tangent, a bit of a rant, because, you know, like a majority of people out there, he's a big fan of Doctor Who. Now, I'll be honest, I know about Doctor Who, I just never really grew up on him. I think I may have seen a few episodes here and there as a kid, but I never really grew up on Doctor Who. Because he's mostly primarily a show that came out of Britain and England. And only through the past 20, 30 years has gained, if not 40 years, has gained a massive following. Now, here's the thing. The one thing the one theme about Doctor Who that's always consistent with those television series or movies is his regeneration process. The fact that anytime one doctor dies or the doctor's time is up, you know, they basically regenerate, or they have to go into some kind of machine or something goes on where they regenerate into the next doctor and the next doctor is somebody different. Um, the last time Doctor. Who got people talking about the rege- about his, or his uh, regeneration process was when we got our first female Doctor Who several years ago. Now her run, has come to an end, and we're getting a new doctor, probably back to the male equivalent of the doctors. I'm not saying that's entirely true, but it seems that way. However, that may or may not be the case because basically there was something that was released online uh, by BBC America, by BBC and BBC America, that got uh, under neon skin. You see. It was an animated short that basically, basically acknowledged how long the Doctor's been around. Basically, it was basically retconning established continuity, which a lot of people are kind of indifferent of, but mostly are sick and tired of. But it was, you know, uh, basically retconning Doctor Who's long-term continuity. Basically saying that the Doctor is not a Time Lord, and the Doctor has been around for billions of years, um, so on and so forth. So, long story short, there's this animated short that came out on uh, YouTube, online, courtesy of BBC and BBC America, that kind of insinuated that the Doctor, uh, when he regenerates, or when the Doctor regenerates, Doesn't just take on the human human appearance of a man or a woman or a teenager or a child. But the Doctor can take on many forms, including animals. And this is where Neon got into a little bit of a tangent because he's like, Look, I'm cool if the Doctor regenerates as a woman again. I'm cool if he regenerates as a male again. I'm cool if he regenerates as a teenager or a child. But a furry... An athromorphic character? No, that, that don't make sense. And I can understand where Neon's coming from. Because, you know, Doctor Who has such an established continuity from what people like zero Nizarak and others have said. You know, even Lenkara, I believe. That basically retconning the continuity to add in the fact that oh, he doesn't just primarily regenerate Um, Into all these different human forms the doctor can also regenerate into other forms like animals or maybe even inanimate objects Well, not it didn't necessarily say inanimate objects, but it said other forms And again when it talked about animals and other forms mostly animals Like I said, that's what got Neon ticked off because it's like what are you trying to do? Are you trying to purposely screw up? um, established continuity that fans have known for years even the newer fans have known about because they actually do the research. They look back at previous uh, incarnations of the doctor uh, within this one continuity. And like I said, I can understand his frustration and his anger a little bit because this is something that Hollywood and not just Hollywood, but all kinds of media—whether it's animation, live action, or comic books, mostly comic books of time—have been have been doing, have been known to do. That they will once in a while, if not every year, but once every few years, decide, hey, let's retcon our continuity. Let's change things up. Let's make them similar, but let's add in this. You know, a good example, again, I go with is the Sonic the Hitchcock comic books when they were under the R2 license. Yes, they had a legit reasoning as to why they had to change things up, but even with that change and even oh, even with that reasoning, um... Along with that change, it didn't sit well with fans. I mean, here's the thing, and I know this is Pride Month and everything, so no offense towards any LGBTQ uh, people out there. I actually have friends that are LGBTQ at work, uh, as well as from high school. But basically, one of the changes that Ian Flynn made pretty much public in one of his Bumblecast podcasts uh, over the years was the intentions that the plan was to take the new version of Sally, the retcon, soft retcon version of Sally, and the new softly retcon version of Nicole, and make them an LGBTQ couple. That was the plan. Um, thankfully, that didn't go any further than possibly the hints and Easter eggs that we got uh, throughout the series. And um, basically in the full part Sonic Universe arc, spark of life, you know, that's about it, you know, thankfully, that's as far as it got, um, and again, no offense to anybody, because I think that would have been a major change no matter what, the point is, the point that I'm getting at is this, you know, nobody likes change, especially when it's, even the slightest, smallest change to continuity of an established IP. I get that. So I understand where Neon's coming from. I mean, him and Geeky Sparkles for the past several years, if not past, yeah, past several years, have been on a tangent, have been on a war path, in my opinion, against Netflix, DreamWorks, uh, she and the Princesses of Power series, because to them, that was not She-Ra. That was just... Laura Stevenson putting herself in the role of She-Ra to live out her fanfic stories and fantasies, which, according to one of their videos, pretty much became evident and true after the series came to an end. So, you know, I can understand where a lot of people, you know, come from when it comes to these kind of changes. It's not something that you want to see. It's not something you want to have happen, but it has to occur. It's like I said in my "Topics on My Mind" video this past Sunday and yesterday, oh, which I filmed Sunday but I uploaded yesterday. Uh, basically, not a lot of people are happy with what Warner Brothers is doing with the Looney Tunes and Elmer and Yosemite Sam. But it's the t- its the change—it's the time of the—it's ch- the change of the times, and there's not really much you can, you know, say to get around that. And that's the same thing here. And I think even Neon pointed that out that. Because we're in a different time frame now, and, you know, it's a changing of the times, there's a lot of more different and varieties of demographics out there and audiences out there that if you want, you know, even the newest demographics and audience to get introduced to your franchise, to probably get a whiff of your franchise, then you want to try to appeal to them. And if acknowledging that, in this case, the doctor can regenerate himself into... Not just people, but animals as well as other forms, it gets people wondering okay, maybe this maybe there might be more to this franchise than we thought. Now, Neon did acknowledge that it could be a troll job being done by the cre- by one of the uh writers uh, current writers on the uh, show and franchise, and that might be true, but still, it's something that whether it's true or it's not, um. It was accompanied, as I said earlier, by an animated, frame-by-frame storytelling short, courtesy of BBC and BBC America, and you could find the short I think online. But the point is, it didn't sit well with him, and obviously, it doesn't sit well with other Doctor Who, die-hard or hardcore fans. And realizing that what's going on and what Neon is talking about is basically the people behind. Doctor Who are now going down the path that other medias have gone down when it comes to changing up franchises to appeal to that newer, wider demographic and audience. But the question is now, with a new season and a new take on Doctor Who coming out, basically a new season continuation, will that furry Doctor Who be part of that? Will Doctor Who's newest form be furry in the newest uh, take on the series, or the newest season and continuation of it, or will it just be a regular re and we just find out this is a troll job the whole time? I mean, this is something you have to expect. I mean, if they wanted to, and they could because the technology is there, they could re the Doctor as a freaking, you know, slime girl, a feminine slime girl or a flirtatious slime girl, they could shape-shift into every, anything she wants, melt down into a puddle, and basically be very flirtatious with not just male, but females. Kind of be bisexual. You know, they could do that if they wanted to, and I know that would cause someone like Neon and other Doctor Who fans to go off as well. But again, they have the technology to make something like that happen. They have the computer CGI animation to make that happen. But the question is, You know, will any of that occur, or was this just a troll job, like Neon's thinking it is? What do you guys think? Let me know down below, comment if you like, and I will talk to you all later.